Welcome to the Frontline Fantasy Football Podcast. This is your host, Jason Cameron, and I'm joined by Jonathan. Oh, hello. Jonathan Hausler. He's going to be our producer slash co-host today. I'm so. hiding over here again. You're the you're the new Eisenears. Eisenears 2.0. All right. So, no Seth, no Brandon, no Austin. We got other stuff to do, I guess. That's okay. So, Jonathan and I are going to bring you your fantasy insight this week. Going into week 12, today is... November 22nd. It's Wednesday. Correct. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. Can't wait to stuff our faces. I'm already fasting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's smart. <laughs> Got to yeah. save up for the, the big uh, splurge that's going to happen tomorrow. It's true. So before we get this podcast started, we wanted to say thank you to ToiletLosers.com backslash. They sent us these awesome trophies right here. You see a little a bobblehead. This one you can engrave. And then we got the uh, porcelain toilet over here. It's actually one of my personal favorites. You should check this out, toiletlosers.com. Make sure you put the backslash at the end of that. You can uh, you can buy yourself a loser trophy. They also have another trophy. Ooh. That is a, uh, a uh, Donald Trump toilet <laughs> trophy. <laughs> which we, Creative. Uh, I'm huge on social media. It's uh, what the box says. So... If you take a look at this in our YouTube page, you can check it out. We're actually going to give this one away to one of our lucky listeners. All you got to do is tweet us, Fantasy Donald. Just say Fantasy Donald, and then it will be yours. So first one to say Fantasy Donald to our Twitter account, FrontlineFF, wins the uh, Donald Trump. It's that easy. Loser trophy. <laughs> so let's just get this podcast started. Let's go into injuries. First up, Chris Thompson, fractured fibula, obviously out for the season. Yeah. Uh, they just had Rob Kelly also out for the season. So it looks like all systems go for a Samaj P run. Yeah, and he looked decent this past week. Yeah. Looked uh, startable. I actually uh, had over 100 rushing yards and a touchdown, I believe. Yeah. So going to be uh, gonna be interesting. Honestly, probably a running back, too, going forward. I would think so, too. I think their schedule is pretty easy. I'd have to look at it again, but – Take a look at that. Uh, Robert Woods, next injury, sprained AC joint. He actually had a decent game, six catches, around 60-something yards. So um, out two to three weeks with that AC joint. Cooper Cup, Sammy Watkins. I'd say Cooper Cup more than Sammy Watkins will I agree. get the bump. Yep. So pick him up if he's not already picked up in your league. Jay Cutler has a concussion. Uh, still actually going through the concussion protocol protocol this um, on this Wednesday, so unsure if he's going to play. Matt Moore actually looked decent, but, I mean, there's that first week he actually started where he, he looked terrible. So yeah, you can't trust him. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I'm not too happy about that if I'm a Jarvis Landry owner. Or Devontae Parker. Yeah, especially, yeah. Kenny Stills, I guess he's targeted frequently, uh, no matter what the quarterback, so. Very true. Be watching out for that. Jake Elliott concussion. Just the reason I mentioned this one is because Jonathan had him. The figures. <laughs> the figures. He had him in a bold bet, and he injured himself on uh, his first kickoff of the game. Yeah, it was lovely. Trying to make a tackle. And then last injury to mention, Dante Foreman, the backup for the Texans, uh, backup running back for Lamar Miller, Torres Achilles, done for the season. He did it on his last touchdown run too. He had two touchdowns. That's crazy. So he had a, uh, I mean, it's good nice for it's good for Lamar Miller owners, but right. it's just sad, sad to watch. Yeah, sad to hear. 
All right, so let's uh, head on over to the news. Jonathan, you want to start this one off? Yeah, uh, we just got a few items here. Uh, first up, uh, the Broncos announced that Paxton Lynch is their starter for this week, so the Osweiler era is already over. What? I know. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Who never would have thought that would happen? Um, then uh, the Bills announced that Tyler, Tyrod Taylor is starting, and apparently they, they trust him again. I mean, how could you not? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a good, it's a good decision by them, but <laughs> I mean, well, the the thing is, Nathan Peterman was eight for eleven on passes. Just five of those <laughs> were to the other team <laughs> in a half. So uh, so bad. I think this was the worst fantasy performance ever. Yeah. By anybody. Yep. Which, I mean, doesn't surprise me. Negative seven points or negative eight. Yeah. I think he had some passing yards to hit a few to <laughs> negate the negative ten, but <laughs> right. Anyway, still terrible. Um, next one. Uh, this one was just announced uh, this afternoon, but Darrell Revis got signed by the Chiefs. He's coming out of retirement apparently to play for the Chiefs. Can't be any worse than their second and third corner. Seriously. So if he's anywhere decent, I mean, you're not. It's not a must start for that number two wide receiver going against the Chiefs. Right. Very true. So this week's games, we have th- well the Thursday night games I want to read off just so you know what's coming tomorrow. We have Vikings versus Lions. That's the first game at 12.30. Second game at 4.30, we have the Chargers versus Cowboys. And then the third game at 8.30, we have the Redskins versus the Giants. So, hmm. I mean, we have some pretty good games for once. I mean, the Lions get yeah. a play on Thanksgiving Lions, every year, and yeah. normally they suck, so it's pretty boring. And they're playing a good Vikings team, so yeah. that'll be fun to watch the lead of the division yeah all right so let's move on to dogs versus babies Woo. rough week for everybody no pun intended hey yo uh babies so blake and ezra jonathan and my sons or i guess my son and jonathan's son in the way i read it if you're matching them up yeah both uh chose evan ingram and Ugh. evan ingram had a whopping 0.9 in standard uh, for the dogs brandon's dog chief Chose Evan Ingram, and then Seth, the only winner, uh, Seth's dog Khaleesi, chose Jimmy Graham, who ended up having 13.8 points in the standard league. So that would tie it back up. Dogs are three for eight. Babies are three for eight. Oh, yeah. I don't – I mean, there's no dog owners <laughs> here. Why would you <laughs> – I'm doing the drops I think for somebody, Seth. somebody's excited to use the drops today. <laughs> I am. All right. First time ever. So our next one, our next uh, – Section is, did Brock Osweiler suck this week? Uh, A little, kind of. I mean, he did good for him. Yeah. He lost the job, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Not good enough to keep the job. All right, next segment, turkey or stuffing. So basically, you're going to say turkey if it's relevant, relevant news I'm going to read off, or you're going to say stuffing if you just think it doesn't matter. And we're... We're obviously going along with our Thanksgiving-themed podcast. Yeah. There will be no characters in this one. If you are uh, one of our three to four listeners in our second year of the podcast. (laughs) Never forget. (laughs) Hopefully those episodes are deleted. All right. (laughs) So first one up, I'll let you go first. Josh, I'll let you go first on each one of them. Obviously, I'm reading them. Okay. All right. Good plan. First one, Josh Doxson's, Doxson's snap count and targets keep rising. Is that a uh, turkey or stuffing? Mm. Man. Um, it's 
starting you off with the hard you one. You are starting me off with a hard one. There's no there's no medium either. Yeah. There's no uh, you know me, I like the medium. <laughs> I'm gonna go turkey. I'm going turkey. I just think I think with the last with the loss of Chris Thompson, there's more targets to be had now. And I think I mean everyone has been jumping on the Dachshund bandwagon for weeks. I haven't really been on that, but Last week is kind of a good sign. He had eighty-one yard or some eighty-something yards, yeah. I believe. Yeah, and so catches. now it seems like he's finally doing something with them. You know, before it was just kind of like, eh. right. But it seems like he's finally going somewhere now. Yeah, I'm with Jonathan. I'm going turkey on this one. I just think, I think the the Redskins throw the ball a ton. I mean, they lost obviously Chris Thompson, like you said, and I think he's going to benefit from that. He's just a, a low end flex for me. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. It's only if you don't have anybody else. Right. Basically. All right. Up next, J.D. McKissick is the Seahawks running back to own. Oh, I'm going stuffing. Stuffing. It's definitely <laughs> stuffing. Just beca- I mean, he – I will be fair. He does – he has looked good with what he's what, with what he's had. He had 10 points, I think, in PPR mm-hmm. um, this past week. And then he's had – he's I mean, he finds a way to get into the end zone, it seems like, in his previous weeks. But I just think the Seahawks' backfield is too hard to trust. And then – I don't know. They're, they're inc- incorporating all these other random guys in there too. I mean, yeah, Mike Davis, Mike Davis, Eddie Lacy, right? Uh, Thomas Rawls with a healthy scratch, right? CJ Procise was in there for a little bit, right? Obviously, he's hurt again, but uh, I don't know. I just think Seahawks—they're balling, they're throwing it. They're not really going to be running it a lot, so right. I don't, I don't trust them. I'm with you. I'm stuffing as well. I think the uh, Seahawks running back to own is Russell Wilson. He actually <laughs> leads the team in uh, rushing uh, yards. So obviously. Yeah, we're just we're just avoiding the the whole the whole Seahawks backfield, I guess. Is yeah, stuffing. Don't even try. All right, Samaje so Pirine is a running back two for the rest of the season. I'll go turkey. Yeah, I'll do it. I think. I mean, he the previous he had a good game this past week. Before that, he didn't do anything stellar. But I think now that he's basically the only running back they have, I think I think you got to start him. He's going to get the volume. Agreed. I I mean. He leads the team in rush attempts. He, that was even with Rob Kelly and Chris Thompson in there. So, Dang. He's the guy to have, guy to own. Next one, Devontae Booker outsnaps C.J. Anderson. This one's a little bit tougher because he actually had 10 points without the touchdown that uh, C.J. Anderson ended up vulturing. Right. <laughs> it's funny to get you say vulturing because, <laughs> I mean, it just well, seems like. He's a starting back. Uh, yeah, exactly. It seems like it should be the other way around. Booker should be the vulture to C.J. Anderson. Right. C.J. Anderson, in my opinion, is the more talented back. But I will say Turkey just because Wow. the Broncos, for some reason, love Devontae Booker and they just – uh, like their their mission is to get him as much playing time as possible, and I don't know. They yeah. think that he can just take over. He actually won the job before uh, he ended up getting hurt before the season started. So right, I'm still going stuff. You know, I don't want anything to do with this backfield. I mean, I don't want anything to do with him, but I I just think I mean, I guess relevant news. Yeah. So exactly. you're you're saying it's okay. I mean, I believe that he's gonna keep uh, he's gonna keep having the majority of the carries or playing time. Right. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's where I, I would go with it, too. You believe that he'd be the Broncos running back you'd regretfully want to own. Right, if you had to. But, I yeah, poor C.J. Avoid if you can. Yes. Up next, Brandon Cooks wants to spend the rest of his career with the Patriots, so not super fantasy relevant, but. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> but is, is, I mean, is that Tom Brady and Belichick staying around for? I don't know. 
I mean, probably. I mean, Brady maybe has another year. I don't know. I don't want to bet on Brady. I mean, like, I just think he's shown that he is. You don't want to bet it. on him. I mean, don't? I do want to bet on oh. him. I guess I don't want to bet. I don't want to bet against him. Sorry, I misspoke there. But um, I don't you know. Bet against Brady. I think the Patriots players make. <laughs> you're gonna get the toilet. I, yeah, point into the toilet. Oh wait, I gotta find it. All right, when Jonathan's finding that, I I mean Brandon Cooks, rest of the year with it. I mean, rest of his uh, career. I think that's Turkey, but you think it's Turkey? I I would say Turkey too. I mean, it's I I mean he's doing good. He's doing awesome. The Patriots will catch you if you're not producing. Right. So you actually have to do something with what you, <laughs> with while you're on their team. Well, I cannot find this toilet one. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you play some uh? different drops until you find it okay all right we'll get there um <laughs> <Yeehaw>! <laughs> oh, the very applicable on the journey to yeah. finding that oh, oh oh closer we're getting there closer oh here we go toiletlosers.com backslash third time's a charm on that drop there we go so last one tom savage said he's going to continue to throw the ball downfield <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> He's got jokes. <laughs> Turkey or stuffing? A stuffing. I hate Tom Savage. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> what did he do to you? He made Will Fuller irrelevant. <laughs> Fair enough. You deserve that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't have any faith in him. Okay, I'm going to say turkey just for the fact that I like that he's going to throw the ball downfield. I mean, I, I mean, it is a good thing. As a quarterback, that should be your goal. <laughs> well, yeah, you <laughs> get the ball out of your hands. But uh, right. <laughs> basically, if you're DeAndre Hopkins, you know that you're a DeAndre Hopkins owner, you know that he's going to at least keep throwing to your guy. True. If you're anybody else, blah. But yeah. So that is turkey and stuffing. Let's move on to our week six bold predictions. But obviously, or... Uh, before we do that, we got to take a look at last week's bold predictions. Do we have to? <laughs> it's a bad week for everybody. <laughs> yeah. Up first, Austin. Travis Kelsey will score 20-plus fantasy points, and that was actually incorrect. He had 8.9. Travis Kelsey did. Okay, okay. Brandon's first one, rolling uh, rolling with Ryan Suckup again. Ryan Suckup will score more points than Le'Veon Bell. That was incorrect because Suckup had five points to Le'Veon Bell's 10.3 in standard. Oh. So close. Those are my favorite, though. It was close. <laughs> okay, my first one, Jay Ajayi will be a top five running back, and I was, of course, incorrect. He was a 22nd best running back. He still got a touchdown, though. He did. He at least got you double-digit points. Yeah, still did okay. And then the Jonathan's first one, Rex Burkhead, will be a top <laughs> 17 running back. Ugh. And John U- Jonathan continues on his uh, regular streak with a big old swing and a miss. <laughs> he was <laughs> the 43rd <laughs> best running back. Oh, yeah. Okay, second one for Austin. The Chargers will be a top three scoring defense. This one I question whether it was actually bold. I mean, you're going against Nathan Peterman. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of to be expected. But I, f- I feel his, like we have to give it to him still. I think so too. Just in his defense, it's like I mean the Chargers defense hasn't been great up until this point, and I feel like no one predicted Nathan Peterman would be would be that bad. I mean, you know, yeah, well, five interception. No, bad. not five interception bad. No right. way. So 
I'll, gi- I'll give it to him. So he got correct. They were the second, uh, surprisingly not the first, with like 24 points. The Jags uh, decided they wanted to be the best. Oh, yeah. 30 points. Jeez. All right, Brandon, his second one. Nathan Peterman. This one, I mean, boldness as well. Nathan Peterman will score less than 10 fantasy points. That was incorrect. You Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterson, <laughs> Peterman scored negative seven points. Ooh. So Brandon had a negative or had seventeen to spare. <laughs> My second one, Brandon Cooks will have at least one hundred and fifty receiving yards, and this one is the worst loss I've ever taken because <laughs> he had one hundred and forty nine receiving yards. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Raiders, because you suck. <laughs> That's why he only got one hundred forty nine. He didn't even have to play the fourth quarter. Ooh, one hundred and forty nine. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I should just give it to you. It's so close. Uh, uh, and Jonathan, his second one, as we mentioned earlier, Jake Elliott will score more fantasy points than LaShawn McCoy. And even an if – well, do you want to play that one? You are an idiot. There we go. <laughs> to myself. <laughs> yes. Uh, Jake Elliott had zero because he got a concussion trying to tackle. Uh, and LaShawn McCoy had his best week at 24.6 standard league. It was a bad week to try the kicker bold prediction. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, even if he had he played pretty well, he probably wouldn't have beaten LaShawn McCoy. Mm, nope, there was no hope. All right, so let's go ahead and do this week's bold predictions. All right. Jonathan, lead us off. My first one is an old favorite. I predict that Doug Baldwin will score more, more points than Melvin Gordon in PPR. In, oh, in PPR. PPR. So I give myself a little bit of a boost, <laughs> but <laughs> still. I have Melvin Gordon as my number two running back this week. You can check that out on FrontlineFantasyFootball.com. So my first, or John, let's do Brandon's first one. Eli Manning will be a top five quarterback. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. That's bold. Right, that is, he, went very, he went really bold this yep. week. Against the Redskins, okay. My first one, Devin Funches will be a top seven receiver against the Jets. Yeah. We'll see about that. I and like that. Let's go ahead and go to your second bold prediction, Jonathan. Second one, Deion Lewis will be a top ten running back this week against Miami Dolphins. I feel like, I don't know. That's definitely bold because I, I just feel like it's going to be so spread out. I don't know. It's hard to trust the Patriots running back to do well that well right when they have three that they rotate in so but I'm going there I'm trying it hey you might as well yeah nothing to lose yeah speaking of the Patriots Chris Hogan gonna be out this week again he didn't even the uh Patriots ended up going to Mexico and then they didn't go back to Boston or uh yeah they didn't go back home they uh ended up um, they ended up going straight to Miami from Mexico. Oh, dang. Hung out there. So Chris Hogan didn't make the trip to Mexico, and he was possibly going to meet him in Miami, but did not. So not playing this week. Hopefully next week. Hopefully. Yeah. Brandon, second one, his beloved Des Bryant will be a top 10 receiver. What? I'm <laughs> surprised. Yeah, I know. I'm surprised. He, yeah. He hates Des Bryant. He yeah. hates AP, and he picked Des Bryant to do well. I was I was shocked when I saw this come through. Wow. So we'll see about that. My second one, in Greg Olson's return, he finishes as a top three tight end. Oh, here we go. I feel it. Both both Panthers bets this week. <laughs> nice. All right. So let's go on to our next one, our next section, and that is the start section. Just players we think you should start. We tried to pull some uh, 
non-typical players. I mean, it was tough this week. It was definitely tough this week. It was really tough. I mean, because obviously you're going to be starting your studs. Right. Even finding the tier below that is hard, too. You I, know, they're yeah. picking ones from the tier below the That's studs, kinda basically. That's kind of where I was this week with yeah. mine. So, do you want to start us off? Yeah. My first one, um, Latavius Murray. He's had two good games in a row this um, so far. Last week he had 15 carries, 95 yards, and two touchdowns. So this week he goes against the Lions. They're giving up a lot of touchdowns to running backs, and they've allowed over 200 rushing yards in back-to-back games. So it's a good spot for Latavius Murray if the game scripts in his favor. Uh, it looks to be a close game, so it should be. Um, I'm kind of counting on him. I like that call, too. I, I just, it'll be hard to pass against those Lions corners. Very true. Do we, do we have music, by the way? Yes, I'll bring it up. All right, Thanks so my first me. one is Delaney Walker. I mean... He's a top 10 tight end, so you're most likely going to start him anyway, but has at least four receptions in the last five games. Rank The Colts rank 23rd against tight ends, so they've been struggling. Uh, tight ends versus the Colts are averaging eight points a game, so that's that doesn't seem like that great, but for a tight end this year, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's and a solid floor. Still sees a consistent amount of targets, even with the return of Corey Davis, who everybody thought was going to take a majority of the targets, which he has but it hasn't affected Delaney Walker at all. Very true. Go ahead with your next one. Next one I had was Juju Smith-Schuster. He's been kind of on the radar for a little while, um, but he didn't score last week. Uh, However, he has a much better matchup this week against the Packers. Um, He does have a small hamstring injury right now, so make sure you monitor that. Uh, But the Packers defense has allowed top 30 scoring weeks to five pairs of wide receivers from the same team. I like that. So, there's opportunity for him and both him and Brown to go off this week. All right, my next one, Alshon Jeffrey versus the Bears. Four touchdowns in his last three games. Eagles offense is obviously clicking, and then he leads the team in targets, 80 targets. So, yeah, I mean, you're starting to see, you're starting to see the rise of Alshon. And I, I think at the beginning of the year we talked about two players that wouldn't surprise us. They're lower-rated wide receivers that wouldn't surprise us if they ended up in the top ten. And that was Alshon Jeffrey and Terrell Pryor. Uh, we were right about one of them. Terrell Pryor, obviously not. Yeah, that was yeah, not good. Bad call. Hey, it happens. That's true. We're not perfect. Nope. Uh, close, though. <laughs> yes. Very close. As close as you can be. Yeah. 99.9. <laughs> true. My next one, uh, Tyler Croft, the Bengals tight end. He's a red zone machine. Uh, he's been the tie, a tight end 13 or better um, in five of his past seven games. Um, and this week, they play Cleveland, uh, and they've allowed the second most touchdowns to the tight end position. Uh, so I would I would definitely count on Croft making an end zone appearance again this week. Also monitor, he has a hand injury. Oh. So uh, he, he injured it last week, left the game, came back in, and... They threw a pass to him. He dropped it, and then he left the game again. So bummer. I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't expect it to be anything bad. But right. Hopefully, he, I'm sure he'll play through it. But yeah. Some of the monitor. My next one. I mean, and kind of another big name, but people have a lot of questions about this guy. T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. Playing the Titans. The Titans ranked 28th against wide receivers this year. The Titans have given up six receiving touchdowns in the last three games, and the Titans have an average give up an average of 25 points to receivers so i mean dante moncrief might take six points I mean, yeah 
couple of Doyle maybe. Yeah. He's not really wide receiver. Just a wide receiver. So I mean, where where are those twenty five points going to go? I think they got to go to Ty. So I Ty is almost a must start for me this week. I agree. I mean, it's been a little hard to trust him just because he's been so boom or bust. But I agree, this is a perfect boom week for him. And um, and just even to go into like that stat even further, I saw the that the Titans are allowing fourteen point six or more to eight of the ten wide receiver ones that they've faced. So 14 of those points go to wide receiver ones. All systems go, T.Y. Seriously. Start. Start him. Do it. Um, my last one I had uh, was Rex Burkhead. Um, going against Miami this week, who their defense has not been good at all. And even though he fumbled last week and that affected his usage a little bit, I still think he's a solid flex play at the most, and uh, he should see the field a lot this week. So I'm ex- I'm. I think he has a he has a more of a solid floor in PPR. So if you're PPR, I would fire him up. And standard, I probably not, but PPR for sure. Agreed. I have two more. So Jacoby Brissett versus the Titans. Kind of picking on the Titans again this week. Double digit <laughs> fantasy points in seven of his last eight games. He also has two thirty point games and I think a couple twenty point games. Uh, the Titans have given up. Nope. Oh, reading from the top one. The Titans have given up at least one passing touchdown in every game but one this year. So I like that. So if you uh, just put together those last two stats, Colts given up at least 200 passing yards in every game, and they've given up a touchdown a game. That's 14 points right there. And that or, the, or the Titans, sorry, not the Colts. So if you put those 200, uh, 200 yards and a touchdown, that's 14 points, and he could easily exceed that. So I think he's he's definitely a streaming option this week, especially – if you were streaming, you know, Jay Cutler. I saw somebody last week. Was it? It was Nathan Peterman, Ryan Fitzpatrick, TJ. No, not TJ Yates. Tom Savage, Ugh. and Blaine Gabbert. Oh man. Uh, yeah. That's a crapshoot. Yeah. Well, Blaine I mean, Gabbert actually panned out. But right, I, but like before game time. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I was looking at that. I was like, oh well. This guy's ranked 25th, and he's my best one. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually, uh, it's kind of a funny story. I had somebody argue with me about Nathan Peterman. I really? Said, I said I would go Tom Savage, just best receiving core, when they asked about all those. And that makes like, sense. And they told me they had a gut feeling on Peterman. <laughs> and then somebody else who had no fantasy, uh, uh, just like <sighs> fantasy anything in their bio, came in and was like, yeah, I have a good feeling about Peterson. Peterman too and then they're like yeah I'm gonna start him I have him in oh my gosh <laughs> so for whoever did that whoever didn't follow our 99.9% correctness seriously yeah it's your own fault <laughs> start Nathan Peterman did you did, did they say anything after the game no hmm. interesting in <laughs> I also got in a Twitter argument with uh it was somebody Oh, it was somebody asking about Robert Woods, and I said Trey Waynes is going to be on Robert Woods, and Xavier Rhodes will be on Sammy Watkins. And, right. And then they basically said, "Oh, you're just saying that because, <laughs> or why would they do that? Robert Woods is clearly the best receiver." I, I'm, people, fantasy people, wise, yeah, maybe. he has been, but he's not actually the faster or bigger receiver. So I mean, right. Sammy could. Sammy's a stud. I don't know why he's not being used, but he's a stud. So he is. 
the Vikings ended up playing sides, which he came back at me with that. And I was like, yes, they did play sides. And Xavier Rhodes happened to be on the side that Sammy Watkins was on all game. So, mm-hmm. hmm. yeah, I mean, interesting. Whatever. <laughs> what do I know? I just look at this stuff all the time. Yeah. Whatever. 99.9%. Yeah. <laughs> so let's move on to our next uh, section. Jonathan, do you want to introduce this one? Yeah. So this one is called Fantasy Coma. So some background to this, um, you know, like after you've had your Thanksgiving meal and you feel like you feel that food mm. coma going on, you just like sit on the couch and want to pass out mm. or do pass out. I mean, naps after Thanksgiving naps are good. So, yeah, yeah. football's on. Right. Exactly. So and then you just watch football and just relax. Perfect. Yeah. But I think relating that to fantasy, I think there's also players that go kind of into it they get a slump you know like they go into a quote-unquote coma and you know they're just like they're not in the groove and they struggle you know right seems like they're coasting so i will this is just naming this is naming some players that we that are in a fantasy coma right now that we think could potentially snap out of it all right i think my uh first one i i'm gonna bet you have him as well kareem hunt i do yeah yeah. So, can still has that consistent workload. 17 plus carries in all but three games this year. And then he has an easy schedule coming up. He faces the Bills, you're not afraid of. The Jets say have a decent run defense, but I mean their their pass defense isn't very good. So, I, I mean and I mean Kareem Hunt comes out of the backfield all the time. Uh then you have Raiders, Chargers, Dolphins, and then Broncos, who you're not even afraid of anymore. No, They're that's good. A, yeah. So, I like that. Easy schedule. Yeah, and I think yeah, and I think a part of the reason why he's in the slump, he still looked good while he with his runs, but he there's Andy Reid just isn't utilizing him enough. He had four carries in the first half last week, and then it's I think foolish. he had yeah, and then fourteen in the second half. But still, the first half only four. He only ran basically unless unless Trakendrick West was in there for a couple snaps. You know, he only they only ran the ball four times. It's crazy. It, it does not make any sense. It doesn't. Andy Reid just he gets too creative. I think you know, and he tries he tries too hard. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I just think even this week I think is the get right game, um, and then Buffalo has bit just basically been hemorrhaging rushing yardage and touchdowns. The Buffalo defense has, so I figure, I figure, I think this week is the week he comes back. I agree. Yeah. Well, obviously it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just chiming <laughs> no, in. No, <laughs> no, you had the uh, extra info. Go for it. Your yeah. My first one, uh, Jamison Crowder. He hasn't scored a touchdown all year. He has it kind of been in a touchdown Same slump. Same wavelength. Say, you got that one too? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I like this. Uh, but he's been getting more targets and looks, especially the past three weeks. Um, he's topped seven, at least 70 yards in the last three games, and which is double-digit PPR points, which is really good. And um, his target share has gone up too. Uh, past three weeks, he has 27.6% of the targets, um, where in the first six games he only had 15.1% actually tied for the lead in targets on the team which is kind of surprising with that slow start seriously and i mean like it's weird just because crowder last year he was mr dependable you can count on him for a touchdown and 30 yards at least around like 10 points a game you know but this week he's just or this year he's just been the opposite but yeah he was a he was a jarvis landry last year pretty much yeah and another stat um he hasn't caught a touchdown pass in 13 consecutive games that he's had a reception which is the longest active streak. So he's due, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it should be coming. It's this week. Yeah. He's turkey. He's a turkey. He's a turkey. He's it's not true. stuffing. And I mean, they're going against the Giants, you know, so 
It's definitely a primetime spot to score. I mean, apparently the Giants are good, though. They went out and beat the Chiefs. Uh, Seriously, apparently they're still trying. After uh, getting blown out by the 49ers, so I... I don't understand. Yeah, that's weird. So you're next. I kind of... I kind of... I took a a little bit... I did two positive, two negative, and then I have one that's a no change for me, so... Okay. I have two negatives coming up. My uh, Tevin Coleman... I just think he's going to go into a fantasy coma. You've you've kind of ridden that wave right now. He's he's scored a couple touchdowns in the past three games, I think, and right. he uh, he's consistently getting you those around ten fantasy points, which has been nice. But I think his his schedule is going to get a little tougher. He plays the Vikings. He's going to play the Saints twice, and then he also ends the season with the Panthers. So, dang, some tough defenses. I know the Buccaneers are in there, but those. Uh, what what do we got? Four games are going to be kind of tough, especially uh, going into the playoffs. You might want to avoid this backup running back. I agree, and even with and with Devonte Freeman coming back sometime soon too. Mm-hmm. You know that drops his usage. Obviously, they still they use both of them, but drops his usage down a little bit than what he had last week, mm-hmm. the past two weeks. I agree. I like that. Um, my next one I had was Mike Evans. He hasn't scored a touchdown since week seven. It's just crazy. It's so weird. Um, and now he has Fitzmagic throwing to him, which, I mean, hasn't been – hasn't seems like it hasn't been too much of a drop-off, I guess. Uh, he still had five catches for 92 yards last week, but just no touchdown. Um, but it's also not the wide receiver one numbers that you want mm. from him, you know. So, um, But good news, they're going against Atlanta this week, uh, who don't have the best defense. And – Mike Evans' history with Atlanta is really good. He has he scored four touchdowns over his combined over his past three games versus them. So, I like that. Yeah. And uh, on the Buccaneers, note on the Buccaneers, uh, Jameis Winston's not going to play this week. So another week without him. More Fitzmagic. Yeah. So Fitzmagic is good. He's a decent backup. Yeah. But he's going to obviously be more conservative. Jameis is kind of that guy who will uh, – he doesn't make very – smart decisions but they pay off a decent amount of time so he'll throw yeah. the ball to Mike Evans in triple coverage he takes chances yes mm-hmm. he, yeah he can either be uh, brilliant or really frustrating or he'll uh, Jameis Winston could end up in, you know scrambling and be backwards and throw up just a, a lob pass behind his head and ended up getting picked off but uh, that's just the type of quarterback Jameis is so Mike Evans is not benefiting right now with Fitzpatrick and but yeah, I, right. If the trade deadline was still there, I would I would be trying to trade for Mike Evans. Right. Yeah, he would he would have been a good buy low for sure. So I have another one that's going negative. He's going into a coma, and that's Amir Abdullah. Ooh. So he's highly inefficient. Had only 11 carries in three out of his last four games. Hasn't had 100 rushing yards this year, and hasn't had over 54 rushing yards since week four. Dang. So completely touchdown dependent. Yep. Yep. So expect him to go into a coma. I like, yeah, I agree. It's like I have him in a couple of leagues, and I've just been. This is hard to start him. You just can't trust him. That's the hard part, you know. He they, was trade value, and you don't have that anymore. I know. <laughs> and, and by trade value, I mean like uh, quotes in quotes trade value. You, you nobody, nobody really buys into him. I mean, unless you have that one Nebraska fan that really likes Amir Abdullah. Other than that, very true. My last one, just kind of no change. He's in a coma right now, and I don't think he's going to uh, get out of a coma. Okay. And that is running back Doug Martin. Yes. 13-plus carries in every game. 
uh, but one since his return in week four, I believe, or week five. Mm-hmm. Hasn't scored a touchdown since week six, and he scored two consecutive touchdowns uh, week five and week six, and then hasn't rushed for more than 74 rushing yards this year. And I don't think that's going to change. No, I think everyone was calling his big week to be last week, and he struggled again. You yeah. know, I think that was his one chance to redeem himself, and then... 18 carries. Yeah. Now, I've, yeah, and he did nothing, and hardly anything. You know, I now I think, you know, you just give up. It's just not worth it. Yeah. I, he, you shouldn't drop him just in case, but you're not starting him. No, and if you are, you do not feel good about it at yeah, all. Yeah, you're in a desperate, desperate situation. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Very true. Um, I did hey, – let's see. My next one um, is Dak Prescott. He this one he's only in a coma basically because Tyrone Smith is out. Um, he basically just it's weird it's kind of crazy that he looks that bad without his best tackle like there's that much of a difference. But last week he threw three interceptions along with a fumble so four turnovers, and he ended up with negative points last week. So he was the second to last quarterback last week. <laughs> Peterman was the only worse. Peterman one, huh? saved him. <laughs> This is so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Need to turn the drops up. Okay. All right. We'll just re- we'll redo that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. There we go. Peterman and Dak. <laughs> True. But yeah. I but I think there's still hope. It looks uh, Tyrone Smith is questionable uh, to come back this week. Looks like he might play. So I mean, obviously, coma maybe the slump may be stopped this week if Tyrone's back. It's amazing to think that. Dax Prescott solely rely not solely yeah. but a huge chunk of it relies on Tyrone Smith. Yeah, it's just so weird. I mean, it, obviously, yes, blocking the defenders makes that way you can complete yes. your passes. It makes sense, but like, still, I don't know. It's just crazy that it's crazy that one to guy think how good he actually is because literally right. nobody's getting to Dak Prescott when that guy's there. Seriously, uh, yeah. his replacements. Oh my goodness, well, they're. Terrible. Freaking Nathan Peterman's back there <laughs> trying to block. <laughs> it's true. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I bet terrible. Dak needs to just be like thanking Tyrone yeah. so much. Oh my goodness! He needs you know? what? I mean, Zeke uh, got them not ATVs, but like yeah. j- big John Deere. He yeah, he needs to. He needs to buy Tyrone <laughs> Smith a, a yacht. Seriously, <laughs> just get him a yacht. He deserves it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so that is going to wrap up our podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at FrontlineFF. You can check out our website, FrontlineFantasyFootball.com. We have links to everything. That's our podcast, Jonathan's blog, which you should go check. Why don't you uh, talk about that real quick, your yeah. blog? Yeah. Um, actually, kind of what what we just talked about, the Fantasy Coma, I based my blog off of this week. So if you want some more in-depth, we kind of – I mean, we uh, – put some more stats in there and some more in-depth things about the players there. You can go check that out. It's real nice. Definitely do. They're always a good read. Always enjoy reading them. They're fun to write. So podcasts, blogs, you can check out our videos, our weekly rankings, our weekly flex rankings. We'll tweet those out. Waiver wire ads. We got everything for you. Check it out. Frontlinefantasyfootball.com. Also, we have links to our, to toiletlosers.com backslash. You can check these out. These, Loser trophy sold on Amazon. We have the uh, toilet with the crown on it. Solid trophy, really good quality. And then we also have the 
bobblehead, which is a guy sitting on a toilet with his pants down and a laptop. I think that's my favorite one. Sitting in a football helmet. That one's good. <laughs> you can engrave the bottom. We engraved it. Loser right here. Shout out to them for sending these, sending us those. We also have the Donald uh, trophy that we're going to do a giveaway. Just tweet Frontline. Tweet at us at FrontlineFF. Tweet Fantasy Donald. First person to do that wins this bad boy right here. Boom. So make sure you go out and do that. And I guess that's it. Remember, score more fantasy points than your opponent this week. Until next time.